Hi, Amy. Hi, Ashley. Well, thank you for again for taking over my serial killer podcast. You're welcome. I've heard month. nothing but good things. I have heard good things as so, well. Everybody Definitely. apparently liked it, so thank you guys. Maybe I'll revisit a serial killer in the future, but for now, that was fun. Um, yes. So I did enjoy that. Very much so. So, in, in turn... In turn, Ashley is I doing my paranormal episode this month. So... You know, I got to really thinking about it, and I was like, you know, I don't know what I want to do. And then I got to thinking, there's something that is involved in witchcraft that we really have not talked too much about. Okay. If at all, if I can recall well, it's correctly. not even just in witchcraft, but in paranormal in general? Yeah. Cool. We're going to talk I'm about excited. familiars. Oh, <laughs> okay. I like where this is going. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, and so when you think of a familiar, you obviously think of a witch's black cat or Salem on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, right? Yes. Yes. That's right. an example of a familiar. Right. Um, basically, what a familiar is for anyone that doesn't that's not know familiar. what it is, right? <laughs> it's basically where an animal like really connects with you, and. It's almost like an emotional support animal to an extent, um, but they kind of guide you to be able to do different things okay. and, and kind of guide you in your life. And, okay. Um, there, um, there's one in particular. Oh, so we're just getting straight into it. Yeah, we're just wow. going to get straight into it. We're, we're just going to get straight into it. Okay. And no preamble or nothing no. like it. We're just going to get right into it. All right. It. Teach me um, I watched a movie called Piwacket. Now, what this movie... What, what's the name of that again? Piwacket. Piwacket. Yes. And it's a Canadian film from okay. 2017. Okay. I found it on Hulu, so you're able to watch it if you have Hulu. I'll just use yours. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically what the movie was about was this girl's father had um, passed away. Um, and I'm not going to give too much away about it, but basically it's her being a teenager and digging into stuff that she shouldn't be digging into, like witchcraft. Right. And it ends up coming and biting her in the butt. Well, doesn't almost every girl in their teens yeah. go through that kind of witchy kind of phase? <clears throat> or is it just me? Right. Was I, exactly. was I like the only like teenage girl that went through a witch phase and just like never stopped <laughs> oh um, sorry i forgot to put my phone on silent no problem so um basically that um again she dabbles in the black magic and cult practices and her mother moves her away from her friends and family so of course she's trying to take um take away from that and she ends up going into the forest and to try to and that's where she does rituals and all of that Highly recommend that movie. It was pretty good. I, I enjoyed okay, it. Okay, I might have to of, look into that. Just kind of weird. But that one had a little bit about familiars in that well, movie. Well, I think so. most um any witch movie or anything that you watch that has to do with witches, you're typically going to see a familiar. You're going to see a black cat or, I mean, let's be real. Mm -hmm. If everybody's pretty much seen the Harry Potter movies. Yes. And they all have the familiars. You've got the toads, the owls, the cats. Yep. You know, so in a way, that's their familiar. Yeah, that's and their they're familiar. allowed to bring an animal with them. Exactly. So, 
Yeah, so that kind of touches on the whole familiar thing. Yeah. So there you go. You've seen more examples, and you probably didn't even realize it. Right. So that uh, Piwacket um, was based off of um, a supposed familiar of an alleged witch accuser. Oh, from Salem Witch Trials. By a General Matthew Hopkins in March of 1644. Right. So basically, like you said, during the Salem Witch Trials or closely thereafter. Right. Um, and this is in the town of Manningtree, Essex, England. And I'm getting this information off of Wikipedia. We love Wikipedia on we this podcast. We do. We do. A lot of our research comes from that. And I know you shouldn't really trust everything you re- read on Wikipedia because, you know, people can go and edit it and mm-hmm. add their own shit to it. But, um, you know, Wikipedia is a decent source. Yeah. You can wade through the bull crap. Yes. So General Hopkins claimed that he had spied on a witch and um, witches as they held their meeting and that they heard them mention the names of some local women. Never trust a man in the 1600s, man, I'm telling you. Right. And so uh, that one of the ladies was arrested and deprived of sleep for four nights, and at the end of which she confessed and called out the names of her familiars, describing the forms in which they would appear. So one of them was Holt, who came as a white kilting, What's a kilting? Is it a horse or what? what is it? Kitling. Kitling. Okay, so a kitten. Yes, yes, a kitling. Okay. Sorry, that's my fault for mispronouncing. No, I was just like, what, what is a kitting? What, 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 what is that? <laughs> um, there was another one called Jamara who came in like a fat spaniel without any legs at all. Okay, so a legless dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. Vinegar Tom, who was like a long-legged greyhound with the head of an ox. Okay, so now we're getting into chimeras. Uh-huh. Um, sake and sugar, which was like a black rabbit. Newis, which is like a polecat. Elamiser, Piwacket, Peck in the Crown, Grizzle, and Gretacut, which is described as imps. Yeah. So now Hopkins did claim that he and nine other witnesses saw the first five of those. Oh. Himself. Um, which approved in the forms described exactly how the witch said that they were. Um, and only the f- first of those was in the form of a cat, which is a common misconception that all familiars, that all are, cats. familiars are cats. Because I'm here to tell you that. Apparently, not. they can come in chimera form too. Yes. And they yes, can yes, look yes. like all sorts of different things. They could be real mm-hmm. things or not. So the next two that he saw was dogs, and the other was a black rabbit and a polecat. So Piwacket was presumably not a cat's name. As for the other familiars, Hopkins says that only that they were such that no mortal could invent. So they were, I'm assuming, the ones like what they said with the, uh, the greyhound with the head of a fox. Right. Or the head of an ox or um, the spaniel with no legs at all but still able to get around kind of thing. Um, well, I mean, they, you have animals that are born without legs nowadays, too. Yeah. So, I mean, they yeah. manage to get around, I yes. guess. Yes, yes, yes. Especially yes. if they're like a tamed animal, like a pet. Mm-hmm. We make wheelchairs for them and stuff. Absolutely. So. Um, now, the incident described in Hopkins' pamphlet, which, which was called The Discovery of Witches, came out in 1647. So, so you know, right there at the beginning of the whole, you know, mm-hmm. burn the witches at the stake kind of deal. Yes. Precursor to Salem. Yes. 
Now, what I found really interesting was that Roy Disney named his boat Pie Wacket. He did? Yes, in 2004. Okay. He named his boat. He named his boat Pie Wacket. Do you think maybe that might be like a cutesy (laughs) Disney movie at some point? Pie Wacket? Maybe. Um, And it was also a children's novel in 1967. Where the title character and the protagonist is an alley cat. It's an alley cat. An I, alley you know what? My cat had kittens. I'm going to name one of the kittens Pie Wacket. I like it. And then watch my daughter try to pronounce it. And that'd be funny. I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> but I'm going to name pie. it. <laughs> I have a cat named, I have a kitten named Noodle. So now it's going to be Noodle and Pie Wacket. I like it. I like it. Um, now in Hollywood, I did mention that one film that came out in 2017 under that name. But there's a film called Bell, Book, and Candle, which came out in 1958. Mm-hmm. And Pie Wacket is the name of a brown seal point Siamese cat, which is the familiar of a of uh, witch Jillian, which was played by Kim Novak. The film was adapted from a 1958 Broadway play that continues to be produced in community theaters, with Pie Wacket played by Kim Novak's real-life cat, so you can Google. It's really cool the way that they did some of the pictures and stuff. Okay. Because, um, you know. But my question is, have you ever had a familiar or do you have a familiar? No. I don't. No? I don't think so because um, I do, I, I've, you know, read that there's like, you know, two, you know, kind of thoughts on the whole familiar thing. Mm-hmm. Is that a familiar could be an actual animal, an actual pet, um, or a familiar could be more on a spiritual level, mm-hmm. like a spiritual companion, where it's not a thing with an actual form, to be honest, mm-hmm. more along the lines of like a kind of spirit guide, spirit helper, just something that aids you in your craft and the way right. you do. But then again, you know, there's other thoughts for, hey, that real live animal could be your familiar too mm-hmm. so there's two schools of thought on it that i've read about so I, honestly i don't really think that kind of really falls in in my path of belief or anything i mean it's cool but i don't think yeah. that's something that's ever really like resonated with me personally right so. and i can i can agree with that because it really hasn't with me either now no. Or like I haven't felt like I oh my god that something's lacking because I don't have one right or I'm right. missing something because I don't have one or that no for me it's just in my personal my kind of personal belief system way of life whatever I don't feel like one's necessary it would be cool yeah that'd yeah. be fantastic but yeah. I don't think it's like a necessary thing yeah and also I'm not really sure that I kind of believe in it. To be honest, I mean, but that's just my right, personal yeah. opinion. No. I don't really believe in that kind of train of thought. You know what I mean? So to me, I feel like um, familiars are more of like fairy tale type, like you hear talked about in the old school witch trials and witch hunts and everything. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every witch, they supposed witch or actual witch they burned had a familiar or several familiars. Right. Um, Right. So to me, it's a bit of a fairy tale in a way. Yeah. Um. So I I tend to equate that with a really old train of thought or really really old belief that these were 
things that aided these horrible, horrible women in doing these horrible things, which, you know, of course, there was more to the witch trials than just it actually being witches. It was more about patriarchy and, you know, busting... This child has higher rank in our in our social class in our social status. Or that so person, this she, person we're going right to believe here. what she has to say over everybody about else. All of these that and may not be as it. well off as her. And of course, you know this this rolls into with the witch trials because a lot of those times things would go wrong. Of course, we nowadays know that if you know crops die it's because of a drought there's something that's causing it but if things were to go wrong then of course automatically it was the devil and of course no fine upstanding citizen is going to be a witch they're always going to blame the poorest or the oldest or the outcast Mm -hmm. they're always going to be oh well it's their fault and then or to be honest, you might have somebody being caught up doing something that went against those societal norms for the time. Mm-hmm. And they were part of the higher upper class. And so in order to not embarrass themselves or their family and they be the ones that face punishment. Oh, no, this person over here enchanted me to do it. It's their fault. They bewitched yep. me. They put a spell on me. They cursed me. Yep. And they obviously didn't. And they're obviously going to blame somebody who's already on the outskirts of that society. Yeah. And, of course, boom, all it takes is one. Exactly. And exactly. then once those lies start rolling, yep. you try not to get caught up. And you're not trying to get caught out as you're lying. And exactly. it just, whoosh. Exactly. And what what really gets me about the Salem witch trials is they didn't really give these women a chance to survive that at all. Because it was either, we're going to dump you in this body of water, and if you can swim, you're a witch. No, what they did was... You're going to burn to death. (laughs) It was like, you have a choice. Well, it's like with that whole thing about the dunking them in the body of water, what they would do is they would bind them. They would be bound um, ankle, feet to hands... And then they were then thrown in a body of water, a pond, lake, river. And the theory was, was that if they floated, they were a witch. Mm -hmm. But if they sank and drowned, well, that obviously meant that they were innocent. And then their soul would go directly to heaven. And so they didn't care if these women died or not, or men too, because men were accused too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and that just bothers me because... They didn't give them an opportunity because maybe they were not practicing anything other than no. their normal religion that everybody believed in. And you did not even give them an opportunity well, and also to a prove lot of those, themselves If you think that. about it, the ones that, you know, came over here, over into Salem, um, folk magic was big. Yeah. You know, modern medicine, some of those things that those... Those women knew how to work their herbs. They knew how yeah. to kind of work with nature to help ailments or yeah. to help with pregnancies, things like that. They knew because that knowledge had been passed down. Mm-hmm. But and it all leads to the church because when you're trying to stick to such a strict, because it was so religious, because it always comes back to a religious thing, and it also comes down to um, greed. Because yeah. you would have people that wanted this land that this other person had. Yep. And so they would accuse that person of being a witch. So that, they could and so that way that person would become convicted and burned at the stake. Or would be thrown in the water and they drown. Yep. Or they'd be crushed to death by stones. Or whatever they could think of to 
prove that this person was guilty or innocent or however barbaric they would put them through you know then oh well they died well i guess that land's mine now yeah you know so i mean a lot of things contributed to it but i don't think witchcraft was one of those things i don't either was it a possibility yes yes absolutely so but i don't think that when it comes down to it that actual practicing of folk magic or witchcraft either it is a different kind of what we would think of witchcraft today. Right. You know, we can only think of what they meant in those times was mm-hmm. like just a practicing of, of a different kind of belief than what was supposedly the normal societal standard. So they exactly. were other. And that's what caused a whole lot of it because it was more of like, oh, well, you're other than us, so obviously you're a witch. Right. Or you have a pet, so that's a familiar. Right. So and so that means that you're a witch. Or, you, you know, cats flock to you. You're just, right. in, in reality, you're just a crazy old cat lady. Or maybe you just have a very tender spot for animals. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're just one of those people that can't stand to see an animal, a stray animal, sitting there suffering, starving to death in your sight. So maybe they're going to flock to you because maybe they know that you have that kind of... Because I believe that animals can feed off of your oh, yeah. energy. Well, I well, you know, there goes to say that animals can see things can that we can't. Exactly. Which is true because animals can... some, Especially some animals can see on different kind of um, wavelengths than what we are able to see. Mm-hmm. They can see outside of that small section of light waves that we can interpret. Exactly. So... That's to say that a lot of people believe that animals can sense and see things that we can't. Right. Which makes sense that an animal could be a familiar. Now, I think that, you know, me and Athena, we have a really, really deep connection because, you know, she's with me all the time. That's your child. Exactly. So, I mean, but I don't think that she would be there to guide me. To do anything. You know no, what I mean? No. So I think it's not I'm doing saying. any guiding other than in herself through a broken window or out to play in traffic like a dumbass. Exactly. Your exactly. dog ain't guiding you into nowhere but trouble. Exactly. So that's why I say that I've never really had, I've never had a She's your support she's, she's, ex- yeah, she's, 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 she understands me if you get what I'm saying. Like, I mean, we have just that kind of bond, but. Exactly. Um, but again. She may not be the only animal that, that attaches to me. I mean, you know, Jelly will run up to me and say, hey, you know, basically say, hey, Jelly knows head. you're just like. Exactly. You're Ashley. Exactly. Whereas and Jelly is attached to me. Exactly. She's exactly. not supposed to be attached to me, but she is. It's a different kind of attachment when it's, you know, because that's your child. You right. know what I'm saying? That's my furry child. Right. But um, that doesn't necessarily mean that they are, are familiars, which in that time frame, I'm sure that that was the mindset of pretty much That was everyone. like the standard. That was a mindset oh, that a, you there was a, like a devil's mark and yep. every witch had a familiar and every mm-hmm. witch rode a broomstick and yep. this is where you get your, had a basically, cauldron. this is where you get your standard vision of a Halloween witch. Yep. The pointy hat, the broomstick, the cat, yep. the cauldron. This is where you get that 
that thing from and Absolutely. so it's what plays in popular culture you see it in sabrina the teenage witch yep. you see it in practical magic yep. you see it in almost every <laughs> every movie or tv show Anything. or comic or piece of literature that yep. you read that has to do with witchiness or paranormal any way she form if it has to do with a witch she's got a familiar yep. she's got a cauldron she has a broomstick Absolutely. she can fly which we all know these are you know literal literal stereotypes right because think about how we think of witches in the modern day we don't think about witches riding broomsticks across the no. sky and pointy hats and do we all love cats? And not all of us love cats. And not all of us love animals. Right. And not all of us wear pointy hats, even though they're fun. Right. But, I mean, nowadays, if you think of a modern witch, you think of a woman wearing a tie-dyed shirt or a flowy bohemian dress or leggings and a right. hoodie right. with some tarot cards and a whole shit ton of crystals. Yeah, Exactly. You know, and a lot of herbs around her at all times, and incense burning. Like, because whenever I I picture like a real life, what I can, what I see is like a crystal crystal ball ball. with, you know, a a tarot deck set around it with an incense, and that's what I envision when I think anything for me when I envision a witch is like myself because. I feel like my craft is nothing but chaos. Mm-hmm. So I picture a, this I can only say for me is like a hoodie, abalone shell and sage with a slipknot playing in the background. Like I'm the witch or the vibes get the fuck out my house. Right. That kind of thing. Right. Or tarot cards. Like, yeah, no, I didn't pull the tower card like five times. Let me pull again. And, um, oh shit, I get it again. <laughs> damn it. Um, it's telling me something. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I just won't listen. Right. Or, like, um, any crystal can be a good for protection if you throw it hard enough. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> right. exactly. you know, I'm, I'm more of like, uh, like the chaotic version of right. witchiness. So, right. um, and, and again, it's just like anything else. I think that there's different types and different forms, but majority of witches are not. How are going to we... be wearing a, not going to be wearing a pointy hat. They're not going to have their face green with moles all over their face. And not even that. You're not <sighs> going to be able to, like, if you, you could line up a group of women and say, okay, show me the witch. And you wouldn't be able to do it. You wouldn't be able to do it. Because no. not every witch is comfortable coming out of a broom, a broom closet and saying that, Okay, oh, and but but not even then. You know, there's so many different paths. You have Norse pagan. You have Wiccans. Yeah. You have Hellenistic. Yeah. You have so many different paths, and bunching it all under the um, terminology of witchcraft or calling somebody a exactly. witch is just like saying that it, it's just like grouping one nationality as. But there's exactly. so many different people under that exactly. nationality. Like, it's just... It's, it's, it's just like any other religion. Because if you think about, like, Christianity, you know, that's branched off. You have, like... You have got Methodist, Methodist you've got you've Baptist, got Baptist, you have Catholic, you have... Exactly. Greek Orthodox, you have Russian Orthodox. You right. have so many different facets exactly. under Christianity. You have so many different exactly. facets under Buddhism, Hinduism. Exactly. Um, so it's just like that. You know, there's so many different things, but you can't just group them all under one terminology. Exactly. Because everything is different because there's so many different people from so many different walks of life and so many different beliefs. And I love that about about humans, that we're not all the same, because mm-hmm. how boring 
would this world be if everybody had the same train of thought and everybody believed the same thing? It would be boring. You know, and it's just like, you know, one of the biggest things that when people think witches, they automatically think Wiccan. You think of the Wiccan Reed. You think of the Rule of Three. I personally do not believe in the Rule of Three. That's just not my personal belief because I feel like do what you will, but um, harm no... Let's put it this way in most basic terminology. Do no harm, but take no shit. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'm one of those firm believers like, I really, truly do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's the golden rule. But also remember, you can treat people how you want to be treated, but do not expect that same energy to come back to you because people are crappy. Yeah. And I think that that is something that is universal. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you believe in. It doesn't matter, you know, what yeah. religion you, you fall under. How does that? <laughs> I don't know. But that. Like we start talking about familiars and now we're just like off on a tangent. Yeah. It happens with you and I. But that is like a common thread between all of it. Yeah. Treat, do unto others as you would have done unto you. Do no harm, but take, take no, no shit. shit. Exactly. You know and I, I mean? feel like that that is something that is universal that everybody knows exactly. under any nationality no matter what language you speak no matter what continent you live in that's a common thread yeah like and that's the way that it should be yeah now people don't follow that and that's where those bad people are going to come from that don't believe in that well and also you, uh, you know not every people that don't believe everybody believes something different exactly. i mean i have met some of the nicest people that are atheists and mm-hmm. just believe that they're Blind by the seat of their pants through life, and that mm-hmm. once they're gone, that's it. They're done. They're not coming back. That that's that's just it. I've met people that are the crappiest kind of religious person that you could think of, and they're so mm-hmm. cold hearted and so closed off. And I'm just sitting here like, oh my god. But there's people like that in every single walk of life. You're gonna have the good ones. You're gonna have the bad ones. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. I mean, but like I said, you could line somebody up. And say, okay, show me the witch. Yeah. You're not going to be able to pick them out unless they are just, unless they are one that blatantly wears it on their sleeve. Exactly. You're not going to be able to tell. Or on their shirt, like what I have on now. Or like typically. (laughs) In case you're wondering, my shirt says Salem on it, (laughs) 1692 with a witch flying on a broomstick. Or, you know, if you look at our podcast logo. Or, um, and on the bottom of my shirt, it says, oops, missed one. <laughs> <laughs> or if you happen to look at my ankle and you see my anti-possession symbol that I have tattooed on right. me from Supernatural, which it has a pinnacle in it. Right. But I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm not shy about who I am. I'm not going to apologize for who I am. Right. But I'm not going to force my beliefs on anybody oh, else. No. This is me. And this I- is my path. You live your own. But, and I expect that same respect right. to me as well. Exactly. You believe what you want to believe, and I will respect that, and I will believe what I believe, and you and see, respect that. even you and I are completely different are. in what our beliefs are. Yeah. Yes. Do Are we both of the pagan persuasion? Yes. But your path on it is completely different from right. what my path is. Exactly. My path is, like I said earlier, I'm chaotic. Mm-hmm. I am solitary, chaotic. I do my best shit on my own. I kind of just do something every day that may I don't cast a circle every single time. I'm not calling corners. I'm like, 
Oh, throw see. some salt in it. There we go. Pizza is basically a prosperity spell if you want to get to it, okay? <laughs> yeah. And for me, I'm more, I do better when I'm in like a controlled environment and I have things planned out. But see, that's where we're different though. Exactly. My life and is that's chaos. What I wanted, that's what I wanted to kind of throw out there. Because, my life you know. is chaos. So I yeah. mean, it's like my life, the only kind of upset thing in my life is the fact that Jelly's going to come in the podcast room recording. Right. <laughs> no, I kid. Is that, you know, I'm going to get up every day and I'm going to go to work and I'm going to take care of the kids and I'm going to come home and I'm going to take care of the husband mm-hmm. and I'm going to do my normal routine. But beyond that, my life is just a constant state of flux. So it's mm-hmm. always like one thing here, one thing there. I'm like, ooh, shiny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So mine is completely chaotic and i just do something whenever the mood hits but god you know i love my cards yeah if it's one thing i'm good at it's my cards because i've been reading cards since i was 13 years old right back when i first figured this crap out but then again it's kind of great when my mom my my sweet religious mother has finally accepted that you know this is my daughter is a weirdo and you know has finally accepted because i've been this way since i was a child yeah. my mom has looked at me she's like you've always been this way she's like and i uh, i gave you crap when you started getting into it really when you were a teenager she's like but you've always been this way no matter mm-hmm. what so she's mm-hmm. like and you've never apologized for it because you because i've looked at my mom in the face i was like mom you have dreams Mama had dreams. Mm-hmm. Aunt Jane had dreams. Aunt Gwen, Aunt Diane, all of y'all did it. Granny did it. I'm like, I just happened to get a double whammy. I'm just the only one that won't scare to admit it. Right. Okay. And to see what that led to. Exactly. So I was like, I, I was like, I just basically said, told y'all, I just don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna do me, and yeah. here I am. Yeah. But how? So basically, in. Getting to it in the long way around, um, familiar is just never has really shown like it has a place in what I believe or my kind of idea of my path under the whole kind of umbrella of things. Right. To me, again, it's just fairy tale, really. It's something you hear about when you learn about the Salem Witch Trials in school or you read... um, the crucible the crucible in school you know that's something that you you think about because if you think about it um with other practices like uh voodoo hoodoo they don't really so much deal with familiars Mm -mm, it's really you know when you think about it it's more a long line of what a a traditional quotation traditional which stereotype should be yeah. is with the familiars. And, and that's not that... to say that it might not exist in those right. other practices oh, yeah. because, again, those are closed practices and I don't claim to know anything really about exactly. voodoo or hoodoo. Exactly. I don't know if that's something one of our listeners practices or has been present in their family for as long as they know or they know something about it. Maybe you could explain that. Right. Which I would love to learn. Right. I'm open to learning about stuff. It's not so, for me, yeah, so definitely, but I'm down to learn. If you are one of our listeners and you have a familiar or you do practice voodoo or hoodoo and you, you know, we're all, like what Amy just said, we're I'm all to ready to learn man. about that stuff. So I'm down to learn and, about anybody's walk of life from, yeah. from Catholicism to Christianity to Hindu to Buddhism yeah. to Taoism yeah. to the fine spaghetti monster to Cthulhu. The only thing I don't want to learn about is um, Scientology. So, you know, no offense. I think that's insane. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm okay without Scientology. Yeah. But yeah. Um, everything else, I, oh, oh even Native, Native American religions yeah. and belief systems. Oh, because, I find them so interesting. Absolutely. Because if you really think about it, and I mean really, really, really it's think about similar. it. Very similar. Every single belief system has a sense of mysticism in it. Mm-hmm. Every single one, because when it comes down to it, we're all believing in something that's not fully a tangible. Higher power. Something that's above us. Something that's above us. Something that's not right. physically tangible that you can physically touch and hold and see. Say, here, see, this exists. Right. This exists. This is real. It's in right. my hands. You can feel it. You can touch it. You can smell it. You can, it's there. Right. We all believe in something, even if that something is nothing. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, so yeah. To you... every, I, I feel like every path has a sense of mysticism to it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most everybody that I, main belief systems, I think of use incense. Yeah. You know? Frankincense. Burr, yeah. Sandalwood. Most everybody uses a, something that smells pretty good. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, we all pray in a way for for those that practice the craft, it's spells. You're leaving offerings out for a deity. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're communing with the deities you believe in. If you follow a deity like that, yeah. Personally, yeah. I don't. But so yeah, um, if you do, if you are interested in maybe teaching us a little some something, something, email us. Let us know. Give right? us a story. Let us know. Hey, this is what I believe. This is where my journey is, and we don't even have to share it. Mm-mm. I mean, it can just be for, you know, a private well, look, you can conversation. Just give a private conversation. Something. I Absolutely. just want to learn because I think. Because, yeah, we're always open to learn something new. Because I think these things are fascinating. Absolutely. Now, mind you, I went to college at mm-hmm. a um, Methodist-based private college. Mm-hmm. I went to Ferrum College. I'm not afraid to say that. I took um, religious studies. That was part of my curriculum as being a student there as I had to take some, they didn't offer philosophy. So I had to take religious studies and it was one of the most fascinating classes I think I've ever taken right next to my major, which was Russian. Mm-hmm. And of course we learned about Russian Orthodox in that. And it was very interesting because at that time, you know, I was 18, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know half the, I didn't know half the things that I know now. And, you know. It would be interesting it wasn't to almost those take the I, class again now as an adult as oh, you learned a little bit more. Right? Absolutely. I would love to go because I had a fantastic professor. I can't remember their name now. But um, I had an absolutely fantastic professor for that course. And it was so interesting. There were some books that I still have that were actually required reading. Mm-hmm. And they were such good books. And mm-hmm. I'll have to go back and reread them eventually. And, um, but they were really, really good that I had to read for that class. So um, if I can ever think of the names, I'll suggest them to read them. But mm-hmm. um, no, this just, it fascinates me because there's so many parallels. You could think that just because we believe something differently that you would think that there's nothing in common, but there's a, so much in common. Right, um, right. And I feel we've gotten off the topic of familiars. Well, no, because, (laughs) I mean, I think that that's kind of was my intention. 
for this kind of episode is to start with that and kind of build off of right you know different things because i find that it's interesting and we like i said we really haven't talked about familiars at all no, on the podcast really well again so i we mean have, i feel we like don't even really, we haven't really talked about them in like real life because again exactly. that's not something that i feel like is mm-hmm. part of my path and and yeah i just don't now, believe in them to be honest with you just like there's a lot of things that um you know, when I follow on Witch Talk, what I've seen on Tumblr, what I, you know, I just generally follow that piques my interest. Is mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that a lot of different um, people that practice, you know, believe in that I'm just like, eh, I don't know. But, you know, hey, you do you, boo. Yeah. It's for you. Not for me. No. It's for you. For but- me. I personally think that the black cat stereotype for witches um stemmed off of the superstition of course and i think that they use that as kind of like oh well if she has a black cat that's around her then that's bad luck she has bad omens she's a witch right kind of thing and and yes you're you're speaking to someone that's extremely superstitious and we've talked about superstitions on the podcast no we've touched on it but we have we've given you a lot of shit on them but um that does not mean that you know you're a witch. Well, I think that's giving bad, bad black cats a pretty bad rep because yeah. you know, like it's a thing that Halloween people will kill black cats, and yes. they're like the least adopted cat, absolutely, in humane shelters, which I think is bullshit. Because who wouldn't want a little fluffy toothless running around? Okay. Yeah. Or a little cats, Right? I love black cats. I think they're so pretty and they're so cute. And it's just something about a little black black fluff ball. It's like I stared into the void and it said, give me snacks. Yes. It's like, I love it. It's it's just, it's Mm -hmm. so cute. There's just something about a black cat that I just think is absolutely adorable. Not that, no, and white cats. I think Mm -hmm. solid white cats are gorgeous. I think all cats are awesome. I love cats. Yeah. I love you too, um, Jelly, but right now you're the only dog I like. That's a shit dog, which is what I call Athena. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. And I think that it's kind of crazy because as superstitious as my family is, it's like no wonder I turned out the way that I did. No wonder you turned out the way you did. Because let's think about those superstitions. All of those are trying to reverse an omen. Right, all these are trying to reverse, like, <laughs> if you think about it, uh, a stroke of bad luck. Um, right. A, a quote, unquote, It's curse. almost like a spell. You know, it's almost <laughs> like a spell. I mean, when Putting you are manifesting things, isn't that a way of putting your intentions out to the universe for exactly. good or ill? Same way as exactly. if you were to say a prayer to God. I mean, it's like you're yeah. asking for something to manifest in your life for either good or bad whatever that is whatever the universe wills it you're trying to manifest that thing and so to me it's Mm -hmm. like it's kind of the same thing yeah maybe not really but to me in just my mindset i feel like it is yeah And, and i mean honestly we could go into so many different things and different religions, like lighting a candle. Which nearly at I mass. don't know enough about. You know what right. I mean? I don't know enough about other religions to, other than you know Christianity right. and lighting because, a can- exa- example, lighting a candle at mass. Right. You are setting basically your intention into lighting the. You are like putting setting- that intention, like if you yeah. light a candle for somebody at mass, you are setting intention for good thoughts and good vibes for that person. Right. You are lifting that person up in prayer 
or if it is somebody that is past, yeah, you are honoring an ancestor. You Day are honoring dead. a person that has meant a lot to you in your life. You are honoring them in their afterlife. Exactly. So you are lighting a light for them. Exactly. And again, that's not to Blowing say that I know candles. much about Catholicism. <laughs> I'm not Catholic. Right. No, I'm we not have friends that are Catholic, so yes. we can ask them. Yeah. Which, huh, Will and Christy, prepare for me to pick your brain. Um, <laughs> also, you know, of course, I grew up in the Methodist Church. Yeah. Do I? Th- and of course, that's no longer part of my life because I, you know, I grew up and I just kind of, you know, was like, hey, this this just isn't for me. And see, for me, my childhood was almost like split up. Because I would go to church with my nanny and papa, and go to who was a Baptist, Southern Baptist, and then I would go to church with my nana and papa sometimes, and they were Methodists. Well, I grew so, up Methodist, so, so I, mean. I almost got like the double whammy because well, I would go into <laughs> into the Methodists, and then they would do different things. I think my in problem their, of what? In their ceremonies, and then I would go to the the Southern Baptist, and then it was like. They would do things a little bit more relaxed um, than the than the Methodists, but it was still like I kind of grew up with both of those right. kind of mentalities because you know one Sunday I might go to go with go to this church and then the other one I would go right. to this one and but, then my mom and dad would kind of go and you know that's something to say <laughs> that like you know that you and I were brought up in kind of the same way and yet here we are mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's just not my thing. I don't force my kids to go. Do Have I taught them about Christianity? Yes, I have. But I've also taught my kids that they are free to make up their own minds and what they believe in and what I believe in may not necessarily be the right thing for them and may not be what feels right for them. It's not for me to dictate to my children what they have to be or don't have to be as long as you are good people. Yeah. As long as and you are good people. opening up that conversation, too, and saying it's okay if this is not what you and want not only to that, follow. Not only that, when you go out into life, you are going to meet so many people exactly. that do have not had the same upbringing as you. They may not believe the same thing as you. They may not be from the same area as you. And their family may have brought them up in a different belief exactly. system. Exactly. And so I want you to be able to look at those people and not think differently of them because their beliefs are different from what yours are. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, you are people. Right. And you should want, you should treat other people with the same respect for their beliefs and their walks of life Mm -hmm. as you would expect other people to respect yours. And the only way you can do that is by showing that respect. It costs zero dollars to be kind. To be kind. Costs you nothing. It costs you nothing to be a kind and open-minded and understanding person because no two people are ever going to be the same no two Mm -hmm. people are ever going to be brought up to believe the same things yeah that's why i'm like and you know where where you know where i work where i work that's something that i actually teach it's part of the curriculum that i teach these new hires is we have a thing and it's called our our module of the world right and it's different things that make up who you are and in each class, uh, you know, there's things that are different on each person's, right. right? Because, for example, mine, a big part of me, is music. 
right? right. I mean, you, you know this. Di- you know music this? music is an extremely big part of my life. I, I don't think I can think of a day. When have you ever not walked into my house and I'm not staging my house with like gangster rap or metal on? Exactly. Hell, I've staged my house with fucking Dolly Parton playing on the radio. Exactly. So, so I mean, it all to me, music depends a lot of what I believe in depends. I, I use my music to yeah. kind of help set my intention. Exactly. So for me, like I can't think of a day in the longest time, if ever, that I didn't go without hearing at least one song every right. day. Like even if it's just, okay, on, on Monday, I'm going to put on that manic Monday to get right. me through my day. <laughs> Or if it's Friday and I'm going to be playing George Jones. Right. It's like, it's finally finally Friday. Friday. Right. But, like, I honestly cannot (laughs) think of a day that I haven't gone through and at least heard some type of music. And there are people that are not so musically inclined and that's not such a big part of their life. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's other things that you can build upon. So Um, let's steer it back. Yeah. Because I feel like we're kind of... Me and her have these kind of conversations even <laughs> off the podcast. We, we like really do. we do, and we it's hilarious really sometimes. Wait till you really get us drinking, oh lord. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> but let's steer it back to the paranormal because you know we've probably lost them all by now. <laughs> like oh god, I don't, don't want to hear so. this shit. These bitches talking about religion. Uh, no, I just feel like you know. Which I you know, honestly, if you really get that. down to it, the craft is not so much a religion as a practice. Right. If you really think about it, it's um if you don't. You cannot believe in a religion and you can still practice. You don't have to have that. You know what I mean? Um, But let's jump back to, you know, familiars, how this all really kind of fits in. So what is, we, you touched on it a little bit, but what really is the purpose of a familiar? Why is it such a big deal? Basically, it's like almost like a spirit guide. Right. It is basically the way that I look at a familiar. It's someone that, and and it may take a form of a pet. It could take a form of something that it's like a spiritual guy that you dream of. You can see. I feel like that could be a familiar too, almost. Um, But it's someone there that is. It's supposed to guide you. So, for example, like if you if you have a familiar, maybe they're gonna always want to be in your circle. Right, and help kind of amplify and what you're doing. And help provide more energy to be able to help you get done with what you get done, right. need to get done, or what you're trying to, what you're trying to do. So basically, that's what a familiar is. Right. It's just some. It's almost like a spirit guide. Right. Um. So since we're touching on basic, or basically, we're talking about the witch stereotype in general, because you know, let's mm-hmm. face it, you know, the whole um familiar thing fits into that mm-hmm. um i do know the whole backstory about the broomstick and why we equate witches with broomsticks mm-hmm. have you ever heard about that no tell okay me. so supposedly witches are supposed to find broomsticks right to go to their black masses in the woods with the devil mm-hmm. okay now this is back in 1600s well what it is is that uh they didn't actually fly on broomsticks. What they would do is they would take this salve that was made of hallucinogenic herbs. Mm. And they would rub it down on this broomstick or just stick in general or a pole or whatever. 
And uh, there's a good reason why a lot of witches were depicted naked. You see where I'm going with this, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they hallucinated that they were flying because they were getting their getting their something on the broomstick that was covered down in this hallucinogenic south um which is truth gotcha okay as far as i know what research i've done um so be that what take from that what you will but you know that's a kind of reason why now we equate a witch with riding on a broomstick yeah. was because when all these pamphlets were getting passed around during the height of the witch hunts and everything, this was basically put out as common knowledge and that they would do these things and then ride off on these brooms to go dance naked in the woods. Yeah. Which, I mean, who wouldn't want to go dance naked in the woods other than, you know, the fact that, like, you know, it's springtime and there's ticks outside and then, you know, the winter, it's cold as shit. Yeah, and... So who really wants to go outside naked during that? Salem was in Massachusetts, so it's probably a little cold there. Right. You know, a little bit longer a little than bit, it is here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. But... So, that that's... There, that's a thing you know now. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for dropping a little um, bit of knowledge on us. You're I welcome. That's that. just a piece of appreciate some kind that. of knowledge that for some reason I have. Um, and now you have it too. So you're welcome. But yeah. But yeah, that, that, that's where I feel like familiars are. I feel like that they, you know, especially with the black cat. I mean. We always come back to the black cat. But, you know, <laughs> wouldn't it be just as, you know, iconic of a familiar for it to be like a raven? Right. And now ravens are extremely fucking smart, man. They can mimic human mm-hmm. voices. They, and, see, and they remember you know, shit. Like, look, I have actually read about this raven that this little girl would go out and feed it every day. Mm-hmm. And then this raven would bring her stuff. And, and guide her. Again, yeah. familiar right there. Exactly. It would, like, bring her, like, little shiny gifts and everything. Mm-hmm. And just because, like, this bird was like, hey, I like this human. Mm-hmm. She's nice to me. She's nice to me, so I'm going to be nice to her, and I'm going to look out for her. And it's mm-hmm. like that she dropped, as she got old, she dropped, like, a camera lens or something in, in a, like, on a creek or something. She was taking pictures, and she's like, oh, well, I guess it's gone. And then no sooner she get home, she found it sitting on the birdbath because that raven had followed her and got her lens for her and mm-hmm. brought it back to her. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, that could kind of pull into the familiar. Maybe that little girl has a little bit of the witchiness going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it, it's a possibility. I'm not saying it is, but right. I mean, right. And and the but main I think thing- it's extremely interesting. Yeah, and if you notice... You would see it in your yard and freak the fuck out. Oh my God, somebody's going to die. No, but for me, it's crows. <laughs> yeah. Crows. You you see a murder in your front yard and you're like, fuck. Yes, a, a group of crows is a murder. We're not going there. Although she might get excited about that because she's obsessed with serial killers. So, <laughs> I don't know. No, it just seems like every time that I see a crow or a group of crows... I, I know that I need to prepare myself for some type of bad news, no matter right. if it's like well, that something ties into your small. superstitions. You know what I mean, right? No matter if it's something really small, like okay, you are going to realize you need to get a new tire on your car, right? Or something well, see, as massive with as you. your great aunt is going to pass away right. tonight, and it's giving me a signal to say that you have to go say goodbye, right? 
Well, like, I mean, you're so superstitious. I've been in the car with you, and typically, you know, you've heard the thing, if a bat, black cat crosses your path, you know, you make an X on your windshield. Look, I have been in the car with this chick, and she is so superstitious that it can be any animal. It can be a goddamn possum crossing the road. This bitch is like, Mm-mm, nope, she's crossing her windshield. Better to be safe than sorry. And I'm like, it's... It, it, it could be just a cat, just a normal cat. Not even yep. a black cat. Yep. It's just crossing. I'm like, nope. my husband will send us Snapchats of him walking under a ladder just to fuck with her. It's hilarious. He will. We love you for it. God help me. But again, and I did tell my mom that one day. I was like, look, all these superstitions, you wonder why I'm I am the way, the way that, I the way am. That I am. You guys are that way. It's you like, don't realize it, but you are. Right. <laughs> Well, that's like the conversation with my mom. And I was like, you've had dr- prophetic dreams. You've had yep. that big deja vu. I was like, mom, you've had it all your life. I've had it all my life. My aunts had it. Mama had it. Mm. I'm like, hell, the woman knew when she was going to pass. She started making her plans long before y'all even had an inkling. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me. Mm-hmm. I was like, she knew. Mm-hmm. And she didn't tell y'all. Like, don't go there. I was like, Mama, you know from a young age, I've heard things. I've seen things. Mm-hmm. I was like, but for the longest time, Mama, you know this. I'm like, you just in denial. So I'm like, is it any wonder that right. I am the way I am? Exactly. I'm like, anytime you see anything that has to do with Halloween or anything witchy, You've bought it for me. Right. I didn't even ask you. You've seen it. Oh, no, this has to do with a witch. I'm buying it for Amy. Yeah. This is a moon with a fairy on it. Oh, buying it for Amy. Mm-hmm. Oh, she might like this little crystal. I'm buying it for Amy. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm like, is there any wonder that I am the way I am? I'm like, you go to Yankee Candle and you buy me candles. I'm like, right. Is there any wonder I am the way I am? I'm like, mom, how many times have I read tarot cards for you and been right? Right. I'm like, come on now, don't, don't, don't give me that. Don't right. give me that. I am the way I am, and you, I, is there any wonder that I am the way I am? Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much. That's pretty much that's, about familiar. Well, we weren't even familiars. It was basically us talking about the Salem witch trials and religion and yeah, <laughs> all that yeah. other good stuff. And you know, it, we didn't even really I, touch on the good shit. I wish. That the person that started the Salem Witch Trials, that little girl, because she was like, what, 16, she was 16, 15, and she 16. wanted to do a love spell. And, yep, and she should have gotten a whole lot she of trouble. Gotten she should have gotten she what she... a whole lot of lives. Yes, she should have got what she gave. I'd love to go to Salem one day. Yes. I would absolutely love it. I think it would be so much um, fun. I would love to ghost haunt there. I think it would be so awesome i think it would be so much um fun. yeah but that, that's that's fantastic i love this yeah <laughs> yes I we're actually would... living up to our name which is yeah. b yeah which is be like because like, we need to talk about this and and like i said the movie was good um it it was it was i see you, you talk about you know witchy movies practical magic is one of my favorite oh, ones one of my absolute favorites like I mean, I can like, we you, have you midnight have... margaritas every night please like, did i not tell you that's what i wanted for my birthday you did uh hello you did, you did. um <laughs> not and the boozy pinata but that's neither here or there yeah um <laughs> yeah but I'm, I'm always like you know throw salt over your shoulder yep 
lavender and rosemary. I mean, yep. those are just normal things. Yep. That needs to be my next tattoo. A salt shaker and yes. rosemary and lavender. That needs to be like my next tattoo. I have been talking about that for a long time. Or at least just a salt shaker because, you know, I love margaritas mm-hmm. and I like Jimmy Buffett. So, mm-hmm. yes, I've even saged my house to Jimmy Buffett. How about that? There you go. Like, I, you when go. I tell you I'm a chaotic witch, I am chaotic. It's like, I don't even bother put lighting the candles and cast in a circle. It's just like, fuck, okay, um, yeah, we're just going to do this real quick. I'm going to throw some salt here, <laughs> some salt there. I'm good. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Call yep. it good. And... But there are a lot of good witch movies, like, you know, The Crucible. That was a good movie. Witches of Eastwick. Witches of Eastwick. I love that um, movie. Oh, have you watched the show, A Discovery of Witches? Yes. Oh, isn't it so good? Yes. Oh, I love that show. Yes. Watch it. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Uh, uh, there's some other ones. The Bewitched, Sabrina. Oh, who doesn't love? Like, I mean, we could the, go on and on and on about the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was fantastic. Uh-huh. I loved that show. I still haven't finished watching it, but yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, we're okay with it. But still, who didn't grow up watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch and be like, I want to be her, right? Like or the, watching the craft and being like, oh god, who did not want to be a witch like, after watching the craft? Want to sit there and go, <laughs> or to like close your eyes and then rub your hands over your hair and you're blonde, right? Who wouldn't want light to light as a feather stiff as a board? Light as a feather stiff as a board. Light as a feather stiff as a board. I mean, who who wouldn't? Uh, who who didn't want to be a witch after watching the craft? Right. I mean, come on, right? Like who did? I did. Right. I mean, that was like at the beginning stages of me. Like, oh okay and you don't you don't realize how much of that stuff actually was real mm-hmm. and could really happen until you know because you really start digging it, into witchcraft and it's like oh yeah because that, that was could a, happen that because does happen. they actually spoke to an actual wiccan yeah now that was based off wicca which yeah. i've got my own issues with wicca i i may have started off Mm-hmm. learning as far as wicca but as i've gotten older and i've progressed and i've read and i've learned eh, that's not for me right. because it was created by a man mm-hmm. and um i'm not down with that wicca mm-hmm. is more of a religion not so much a path mm-hmm. i would say because i would say mine is more of a path mine is more of a craft Mm-hmm. Not so much as a religion mm-hmm. per se for me, because it's like I believe in a lot of different things. Yeah, but I don't really believe in it so much as, as a religion as a, a way of life mm-hmm. so much. Because I know my shit works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it does. Yeah. I mean I've manifested things. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I to me mine is more of a of a path and a way of my life and how I live my life than so much as a belief system mm-hmm. so much is what I'd say mm-hmm. because yeah I believe in a god I believe there is but I also believe there's a goddess too mm-hmm. I believe in duality there's balance mm-hmm. you cannot have light without darkness you cannot have darkness without light because every time you shine a light something casts a shadow Mm-hmm. So you cannot have one without the other. I believe in balance and duality. Fuck it. I'm a fucking Jedi. I believe in the Force, okay? Okay? <laughs> the Force is strong with us. Right? It is. I'm a goddamn Jedi, and I believe that. That's my religion. I'm a damn Jedi. There we go. 
You can actually claim to be a Jedi. Um, it, you, it, you can. You can. You can. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. A reading for the Book of Skywalker. Yes. <laughs> I love that guy. He's we, hilarious. We send each other his his TikToks all the time. It's like as soon as he puts one up, one of us it'll pop up on ours, and we're like, oh, yep, gotta send it. And we'll send right. it to each other. A reading <laughs> of the book of R two D two. Right. Wee! Yep. Love it. Sorry, I know I probably just killed somebody's eardrums there. My bad. A reading from the book of Java. Or however Java sounds, because I can't do the Java voice, so I don't know. A reading of the book of Chewbacca. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah um, good stuff. Good stuff. So this has been great. Yeah. I've enjoyed this. This has been fantastic. I've, I've enjoyed an actual conversation. Yeah. So um, um, I, what I would want is if you guys have any, like. Like my email still dries about. Yes. And we want to hear from you guys. We. Have really, I feel like, grown some new listeners, which is so exciting. We appreciate each and every one of right? you. Thank you guys so much. We we're noticing, and I wanted to take a moment and 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 acknowledge that you know, right? We, um, I we've grown a little bit, so um, we want to hear from you guys. If this is your first time hearing us, let us know what you think. Leave us a review on Apple Podcast, Apple, Spotify, Spotify, specifically and, Apple. Yeah. If you have. If, like, you listen to us on Apple or Spotify or Pandora or anything mm-hmm. like that, if it allows you to leave a review. Please um, do. Or even if you don't want to type anything out and you just want to leave us a couple stars, hey, leave us a couple stars. Yes. It helps our exposure. It helps us grow. Right. Um, helps us reach more people that may be interested in the crazy shit we talk about. Exactly. Um. So exactly. we would really, really appreciate that. If you liked it, you can leave us a review on Facebook, I think. Yes. Um, y- we would really, really, really love to have the so interaction with you guys because yes. I want to know who's listening to me because obviously you're into the same stuff we are. Right. So even if you don't believe the same things as us, I mean, you still like hearing about some of the things we got to talk about. Right. And so obviously you're our kind of people. <laughs> right. So let's let's conversate about it. Let's so conversate. Shoot us, shoot us a message. Shoot us an email. Put us a review. Let us know, hey – I'm you know, still we, looking for stories, we, guys. Yeah. I mean, if you, I, I'm looking for listener stories. I want some listener stories. I want some of your personal paranormal experiences. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about it. Have you had an experience with a cryptid animal? You cannot explain. Have you had a Bigfoot experience? Right. Have you seen the Mothman? Right. Have you seen the Gator Dude from South Carolina? Or you've been to the Florida air? Everglades and seen the skunk ape. Mm-hmm. Have you seen something weird in the sky? Have you been abducted by aliens? Do you think you've been abducted by aliens? Have you seen a UFO? Right. Have you um seen have you had an experience with a ghost? Have you just mm-hmm. had anything happen to you? You cannot explain within a rational mind. Yep. I promise you, I'm not gonna think you're crazy at all. And, I want to hear your stories. And just know, we don't even have to share them. No, or even you share your share. specific name if you want us to share the story and just not your name. If you want that's it completely okay. anonymous, that's you just let me fine. know. We will make it anonymous. Make it and you don't have, you, your story right. can be told. Exactly. And we don't have to reveal anything about you. Just 
tell me this story so I can share it because I I want to do an episode of nothing but listener stories. Yes. I want to know I'm not the only one that has experienced these things. Yes. I want I want to know what you guys have seen and heard and done. Um, have you gone on a ghost hunt and just freaked yourself completely out? Nothing happened. Right. Um, has, is it funny? Is it scary? Did it kind of break your heart a little bit? Have you, mm. you know, had a loved one come back to visit you in dreams or um, anything like that? I want to know because, hey, I think that is some of the most interesting things yeah. is to hear something that has happened to somebody else because – We've all had something weird happen. Yeah. Don't tell me you have it. Everybody's yeah. had something weird happen and you've either tried to logically explain it away or whatever. I want to know. I want to hear. Mm. I want your stories because, hey, come on. We tell you ours. Tell yep. us yours. And on the opposite end of that, because, you know, we do this and then we do the serial killer ones. If you've had any kind of interaction with a um, interaction with a serial killer, if you have a serial killer that you would like for me to do research on, if you have books on serial killers that you think I would be interested in. Are you related to, to read, a serial killer? Are you related to a serial killer? Anything like that, let us know. And again, completely anonymous Doesn't if you needed to, to be. Completely anonymous. It is perfectly okay. So, um, yeah, we want to just be in contact with you guys. Reach out to us. We have an email and that email address is which is be like pod at gmail.com so which is be like pod at gmail.com i do believe it is on our facebook page if you look at our about yep and don't forget we are on tiktok as well we are on tiktok we are on instagram Mm -hmm. um our email address is on our about page on our facebook page which is be like podcast Mm -hmm. um you can leave us ratings on our facebook podcast facebook yes. page so please, so please do rate, rate yes. and review um even if all you do is just review an episode i'm cool with it absolutely um we so want to yeah. hear what you think let us know what you think even if all you want to just say is hey we like the show yes we're good i'm down for any kind of feedback just you know like say be uh be nice <clears throat> yeah and um yeah we take just constru- be respectful we take, we constructive, take constructive criticism. criticism but be respectful with the criticism right that's all we ask. Don't just just don't rip us a new one. <laughs> right. Just don't say y'all suck. Don't okay? say you suck. Why? Because, Why like, do we suck? What can we do to make it better? That's what we want to hear. We're not, yeah. Anyway. That kind of thing. Don't just say that. Anyway. You know. So, you, know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. With that being said, guys, yeah. we appreciate your support. Very much we so. We appreciate you listening. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Yay. Be weird, guys. Bye. This episode of Witches Be Like Podcast was written and recorded by Amy Throckmorton and Ashley Link. It was produced by the boys of Master POS Theater. If you want to get in touch with us, you got an idea, you have a theory, you just want to talk, you can hit us up on Facebook at Witches Be Like Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Witches Be or drop us a line on our email at Witches Be Like Pod at gmail.com. You can find our podcast 
anywhere podcasts are sold. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, and the like. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next one. Stay spooky and always be weird.